0: It's your boy, Joe Rogan, I mean Joe, Joe Biden, Joe, Joe Namath, Joe, it's Barack Barack, Barack Obama's VB, and this is my new song. Corn Pop was a bad dude, me and Hunter got matching tattoos, when we got money from Ukraine gas companies, they paid in cash too, I was the first man to land on the moon, I invented the fork and spoon The leader of a whole damn platoon I helped Michael Jackson write his tunes I was there at George Washington's birth And when Peter invented the church I taught Kelly Slater to surf I'm the greatest president on earth I was there when Abe Lincoln was shot Me and Bob Norley smoked pot Used to be a fireman and cop I was there when 50 Cent was shot Kids rubbed the hair on my legs I'm the one who got out of debt Robert Burr was my good friend Eulogized him when he was dead Yeah, he was in the KKK Who cares, just vote them You ain't black if you don't vote for me Yeah, that's actually what I said I was arrested during civil rights Never mind, I was with the whites I used to drive an 18-wheeler I taught Mike Tyson how to fight Three-letter word, J-O-B-S No time for your BS Check my face, I always seem stressed. I need a break, is it recess? Why are stairs so hard to climb? Like Logan Paul and KSI, I'm in my prime. High res, help me write these rhymes. 2 p.m. It's my nap time You're a dog-faced lion pony soldier Come on, man, let me sniff your kid Whoops, I already did If you don't vote for me, you're so missed. I went to an all-black college Top of my class, I have knowledge I'm so Polish, I'm mean polished I used to work at the Olive Garden I can relate to the people of Maui How can I make this thing about me? My garage burnt down Almost lost my wife, I Corvette and Audi Four kids are just as bright as whites Come on, man, Uncle Joe is right I'm Honest Abe, I never lie Me and Taylor Swift are really tight I'll lead a strategy, mobilizing True international of Russia So if you want Biden 2026 Vote for me this September You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier Come on man You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier Come on man You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier Come on man You're a lying dog-faced pony, dog pony soldier Come on man Come on
1: Is Harline Podcast, where we ignite independent and accurate thought, break the chains and shackles of mental bondage, challenge societal norms, and traverse through the timeless teachings of our Heavenly Father. Join us as we liberate minds and embrace the power of the Great Awakening while embracing true sovereignty. Welcome to the show.
2: You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You
0: want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth!
3: Thank you for tuning in to the His Heart Line podcast. And if you want to find more of our social media accounts and find shows just like this one, you can find all of that at www.hishardline.com. I am Jason, your co-host with our Sovereign Lord and Savior Christ Jesus at my side because he is the host with the most and the most high. He's at the helm. He's behind the wheel in that captain's chair, and he's steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters and this storm that we call life. So welcome to His Hard Line. Today's show title, Fortifying America Through Men with Families. And today's reading is going to be from about seven different books, but seven different verses. We're going to be reading out of Ephesians, Colossians, Timothy, Proverbs, Psalm, Joshua, Corinthians, you know, pretty much the whole Bible. Daily Disclaimer. Please be advised that I'm not a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, biblical scholar, or bar lawyer. And while I'm a member of the Michigan General Journal Assembly in good lawful standing, that's right, I am. But I am not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assembly. Furthermore, I do not endorse or advocate for violence unless it's in self-defense of me and my family. And please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed on this platform are solely my own and for educational and entertainment purposes only. That's right. Bum I love this beat. Don't know why. Love it. So, I hope everybody's having a good day. I hope uh, everybody's weekend has been going well. I know mine has gone pretty well. I mean, considering I had to work today, but I was off the last three days. Things are starting to slow down because America is not buying as much gas as I had hoped. Yep, yep, yep. Gas and diesel sales are going down. Don't know why they continuously keep going down, and therefore my extra my extra hours keep getting taken away along with all my coworkers for that matter. I mean, so I mean it's not just me, but uh come on America, go out there and buy some gas so I can get out there with my big truck and pass some gas, you know what I mean? So anyways, but uh, I want to start off by reading a quote from former president Ronald Reagan. Former president Ronald Reagan, the strength of the family lies in its capacity to love and to teach, to protect and to provide, to nurture and to inspire. A strong man is the cornerstone of the nuclear family, providing guidance and stability in an ever-changing world. That was by former president Ronald Reagan now where do i want to go with this so when we talk about fortifying america what we're really talking about is building up the strength of our nation and one way one way that we do that is is by focusing on the importance of strong families well how do we focus on the importance of strong families See, having a solid family unit is like laying down a rock solid foundation for our country. Now let's kind of dig into this a little bit. When we talk about strong families, we can't ignore the role of men, especially those who embody traditional masculine traits. You know, the ones that the liberal left would like to try to tell you is uh, toxic. See, these guys, they, they bring a lot to the table, these men of America, right? They bring leadership, responsibility, Um, they have that never give up attitude, no matter what comes their way. Right. And they're like the anchors in the family, providing guidance and support when things get tough. But here's the thing, ladies don't think I've excluded you. It's not just about the guys. Of course, we're very inclusive here at the, his hard line, but in a traditional sense, not in that woke kind of crappy way. We've got to give credit where credit is due because women, they're the backbone of the family as well. They bring their own unique strengths that men cannot provide. Some of those strengths would be nurturing, caregiving, right? Being that rock of emotional support. Men can't really do that that well. And so without women, the family wouldn't be complete. I want to make sure I make that distinction. But when we talk about fortifying America through men with families, we're really talking about recognizing the importance of both masculine and feminine roles, right? In shaping our society. But right now what I'm focusing on is going to be on the masculine side. It's about raising the next generation of responsible, morally upright men who will contribute to the strength and resilience of this great nation. But why, here's the question I want to pose to all of you. Why is there such a large scale attack on the man? Hmm? We've had an attack on the man for quite some time, but it only seemed to 10 exit self, uh, over the last five, maybe six years. What they try to do is try to label the men as a whole in society with This stupid term called toxic masculinity, right? I've talked about this before on a previous show, but the only thing that's toxic in my humble estimation are the stupid people that are spouting off out the pie hole unnecessarily when they don't even know what the hell they're even talking about because they were probably more than likely never raised in a traditional household, so they wouldn't know anything about that, would they? A masculine man is a courteous. He's a chivalrous gentleman who will open your doors,
4: who will pull out your chair at the table. A a masculine man has no problem showing his
3: soft side to his bride but at the same time has no problem being a savage when it's needed to protect the
4: family and the kids.
3: I want to play the stupid commercial from, what, five years ago? Remember that commercial from Gillette? You guys remember, right? Where all the men were acting like a bunch of little Nazis. Let's 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 listen to this.
5: Bullying. The Me Too the movement against toxic sexual harassment. masculinity.
2: Is this the best a man can get?
5: Is it? We can't hide from it. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off.
0: Who's the daddy? What I. Actually,
4: I think she's trying
5: to say, making the same old excuses.
0: Boys will be boys.
5: Boys will
4: be
6: boys. Boys will be boys.
4: But boys something boys. finally changed. Allegations
1: regarding sexual assault and
6: sexual harassment. But she says, but she
5: she says and there will be no going back. Because we, we believe in the best in men.
0: Men need to hold other men
5: accountable.
2: Smile, sweetie.
5: Come on to say the right thing to act the right way bro not cool not cool some already are but some is not enough so we treat each other okay, okay. because the boys watching today will be the men
3: So that was the, you know, the (laughs) Lifetime special commercial brought to you by Gillette on uh, toxic masculinity in America, right? Oh, boys, don't don't you rough and tough and tumble on the grass. You can't be doing that now. That's very toxic of you. What kind of example is that going to set for all all the other boys in the neighborhood, huh? Let me tell you something. When I was in, well, I'm trying to think of where I want to go at with this. Well, let me just say this. So yesterday, my daughter, it was a nice day here in in Michigan here. And, you know, when it's not freezing cold out and we're now just starting to come out on the other side of winter, if it's warm enough to be outside, even with a coat, I like to get outside. I like to get my kid outside, get away from the TV, get away from the screens, get away from everything that's got blue light radiation. So we went outside, we got the bat and the ball and my daughter and I, we were, we were hitting the ball around in the front yard, you know, cause she's seven. So it's one of those plastic bat and woof balls, right? We got the soccer ball out, kicking that around. We, you know, I got my Bluetooth speaker out there. We were listening to music. We were bike riding. We were doing all sorts of activities, just having a good old time. Well, the neighbor girl across the street, which is Haven's, uh, little friend, she had surgery on her foot. So she couldn't really come out and play. She's about a year older than her. But she has a little brother, which I remember when he was a little baby, just being bottle-fed. And now he's, you know, I think he's, what, three or four? I think he's four, maybe. Yeah, about that-ish. And, you know, he's walking and he's talking and he he wanted to come over and he wanted to play. And, you know, he wanted to partake, right? He wanted to have fun. And he's a good boy, this, this little man. And we know his parents very well. We've been in this neighborhood now what, going on five years now. So four, four and a half, five years, right around there. I can't even remember. I lost track, but, but anyway, you know, he, so he came over and, you know, wanted to play and his dad was like, you know, send him home whenever, you know, you feel like if, you know, he bothers you and, and I'm like, ah, oh, he's fine. Let him, let him play, you know? And you know, he's been known to be rough and tough, right? he hits sometimes right and, and the parents are good parents they they're actually good parents but sometimes like you know like we always say boys will be boys and um i had to tell haven you know because she's like three years older than him, i'm like yeah, remember okay he is a little smaller than you but he is a fighter if he wants you know he's a rough and tough tumbler and so you know he was playing and they were playing well he got a little rough but you know what He was still gentle, right? Because, again, it all falls back on the parenting. But you know what I notice about this little rambunctious little boy who liked to take the plastic bat and beat the hell out of the cement driveway, right? Almost darn near cracking the bat. You know I mean? He's he's curious about everything. He wanted to touch the Bluetooth speaker. He wanted to touch that. He wanted to go in the garage. He wanted to do this. And that's what boys do. They're curious. They're explorers. That's what they do. I'm not going to sit here and say, now, now Luke, you really need to be a good boy. Don't touch any of that. Well, that's taking away the natural instincts that he's got as a kid, as a boy to freaking get into some crap. But you know what was amazing at the end of when we were done playing, because it was time to go inside to get some lunch for Haven and, and kind of take a break from outside. And I told luke i said okay luke time for you to go back across the street time to go home okay and when you see us back outside you can come on over you know what that little man did this little four-year-old i if not four he's almost four he started picking up all the toys and bring it in bring brought them into the garage brought them in the garage he goes i can help you i was like well thanks little man and he was bringing everything up so This whole toxic masculinity nonsense narrative that, you know, the powers that be are trying to push because what they're trying to do is feminize men because they know that if men aren't men and they're feminized and they're wussified and they're soy boyed up to their freaking necks and latte and frappuccinos. They know that these are the type of boys that are not going to stand up against the opposition when a tyrannical and oppressive government tries to step on your throat.
4: that's what they want.
3: Now, there is definitely a good portion of men, in my humble opinion, that's in this country that will not allow for that kind of crap to happen. You'll find a lot of them in the general 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 assemblies. And I think you'll find quite a few of them in certain pockets of specialized military forces. You'll find them in the backcountry, on farm fields, plowing, right? You'll find them in mechanic shops. I believe there is a lot of good men in this country that will certainly stand up for what's right. But make no mistake, there is definitely an assault on the masculine man. Masculinity is a gift to us by God that's meant to be used for the good of society. And for these whack jobs to try to say masculinity is toxic, I'm sorry, but that just has everything to do with a debased mind. Don't sit there and tell me that a woman can't be toxic either and be a pig. I've seen my fair share of piggish females. Trust me, I've seen them in and out of nightclubs. They exist just as much, if not more, than men. And you know what? There's a statistic out there that women are starting to view pornography on an equal amount as men, if not more in some cases. So this ain't just a man thing. It's a debased mind issue. But they know that a strong man will not take crap from big brother government who tries to oppress you. That's why they're trying to attack the man and trying to attack, you know, uh, push that transgender gay nonsense. Now, before we get further in this topic of conversation, I kind of want to go over a few Bible verses here, about seven to be exact, that kind of touch on this subject. So the first one I want to read is from Ephesians chapter six, verse four. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Well, this verse certainly highlights the responsibility of fathers in providing guidance and instruction to their children, right? Demonstrating their leadership and strength within the family. That's verse number one. Verse number two, Colossians 3, verse 19. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. This verse Underscores the importance of husbands showing love and compassion towards their brides, right? Reflecting their strength and nurturing and supporting their family relationships. Verse 3. Excuse me. Third verse. 1 Timothy 5, verse 8. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Wow. This verse. Stresses the duty of men to provide for their families, indicating their strength and responsibility in ensuring the well being and stability of the family unit. Then you got Proverbs chapter 20, verse 7 the righteous lead blameless lives, blessed are their children after them. Well, this speaks to the influence of the righteous and strong man in leading their families towards a virtuous and blessed life, highlighting their role again as a leader within the family unit. Psalm 127 verses 3 through 5. um, Yeah, verses 3 through 5. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord; the fruit of the womb of reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with the enemy with his enemies in the gate. What does that mean? Well, what that means is that this passage is depicting children as a blessing and emphasizing the strength and responsibility of men and raising and guiding their children, likening them to warriors who wield arrows to defend and protect their families. That's what men do. They raise little young men into protectors of their family when they get older. And here, here we go, 6, uh, six uh, Bible verse here. Joshua, what is this, chapter 24, verse 15. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Obviously, Joshua is declaring his commitment to serving the Lord in this verse, and it means to lead his house in following God's ways, highlighting the role of men as spiritual leaders and influencers within their families. Why do you think they're trying to get rid of the Bible out of schools and try to get God out of the public square? Trying to eliminate the Ten Commandments, you know, that are in statue form in different courthouses. See, people don't understand that the Bible is the primary foundational document of America. Yeah, but Jason, it's been so altered and we don't even know if everything in the Bible is true and correct. They could be hiding a lot of stuff from us. Very true. And I would happen to agree with those sentiments. However, we have what we have. And what I do know is what I have read and what I have applied into my own life. Oh, the Lord is working wonders. So there's no doubt that Whatever they may have done to manipulate, to uh, omit out of the Bible, I'm sorry, but there has been enough still there for the true believer, the one who has a relationship with Christ, to be able to understand and see and feel and know the true power of what's in that good book. I'm a living, breathing, walking, talking testimony, baby. I know. Last verse I want to read, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. This verse encourages men to stand firm in their faith, to act with courage and strength, reflecting the qualities needed to lead and support their families in navigating the challenges and adversity in life. That's what the man is supposed to do. Now, that all said, Unfortunately for the women, and I feel bad for the women, the women have had to step up in this nation because men have neglected their freaking duties as men, and the women have had to supplicate what the men do. Women have had to toe this line. The mama bears fighting in these school boards, fighting against tyrannical hospital systems and nurses, fighting for their children's Health sovereignty to make sure that they don't get these poisonous vaccines. The women have had to sack up, forgive my verbiage, but that's the best way I know how to put it. They've had to sack up because the men are too busy sitting back, smoking joints, drinking alcohol, watching porn, playing video games, sitting there in their mama's basement with Cheeto dust in their freaking belly button. Man up, gentlemen. The women have had to carry your frickin' burden for far too long, and it's time you stand up because the men need to do their job. It's no wonder women can't find a good man. They don't, they're hard to find any that actually freaking do their job in the traditional sense. And it's undeniable that the podcasting landscape, kind of pivoting a little bit here, is saturated with diverse voices and agendas out there that kind of tote this, this toxic masculinity nonsense, right? Embedded within this, especially in mainstream media, right? There's this cacophony, or I should say within this cacophony is a deliberate systematic agenda aimed at, the, again, destabling our nation, destabilizing our nation. There are many platforms out there that that are disillusioned with so-called truth tellers and red pillars that are independent influencers. You know, they've become targets for infiltration by federal agencies like the FBI and CIA. Mike Gill has made that very apparent. And yes, there are some legit platforms out there. There are people out there that are actually solid truth tellers. I, I can't sit here and tell you for certain who they are, but I believe they're out there. I don't listen to many of them but some may dismiss it as conspiratorial rhetoric. Oh, come on, Jason, you're nuts. Okay. Well, I implore you to scrutinize and dig deeper into the true investigatory research and peel back the layers of this onion. Go find out for yourself research. And only then will the significance of certain executive orders that were issued by Donald Trump. Right. And, and the nuances within the laws of war manual and the actions of our military, along with the Q drops become more and more apparent. I mean, There is stuff that is actually taking place in this country. The deeper understanding, this deeper understanding unveils the machinations of an elite cabal that has perpetrated a system of enslavement. They are now facing systematic dismantlement orchestrated by men and women within, I would say, dare I say, the general general assemblies through the issuance of the 21 requisitions to the military. Someone would call that a white hat operation. But the cabal, this system, are the same people that try to demasculate men because they don't want men to stand up and fight against them. They don't want that opposition. Why do you think they, they try to push this woke LGBT crap in the military? Freaking Navy seamen dancing up on tables in high heels. Give me a freaking break. What the hell is going on? With our military and oscar is absolutely right he puts right here in the comment section lots of pay pay patriots and wolves and sheep's clothing that's exactly what we have grifting off the american public and their unfortunate ignorance however it would be naive to assume that these forces that are still being taken down will acquiesce without resistance. Now, while there are major arrests and apprehensions taking place, trust me, there is still a good majority at large that need to be apprehended and brought to trial, but they will not simply relinquish their power and surrender easily. There exists a steadfast determination among certain entities and and individuals within the de facto government to resist to go down fighting, and the attack on the core of traditional masculinity of men, symbolized by the head of of the nuclear family, is but one of the most important facets of this broader struggle. Now, there's a man out there that I listen to regularly lately on YouTube by the name of Bedros Koulian. I actually commented. He, so Bedros Koulian, if you haven't heard of him before, um, he is the owner and CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp. He lives out in California. He's, he's a very awesome dude. Um, but he's got a podcast that he does um, that he hosts on, on YouTube and I believe on Spotify. I left a comment on one of his posts on YouTube, and uh, he actually responded. It's a long post. I'm not going to get into it now, but long story short, he gave me his number, said, Hey, I read your comment, and your comment is noted and well appreciated. Give me a text. Um, I was just basically telling him how much I appreciate all the videos that he puts out there um, because he does, he discusses everything from business to uh, health and fitness to uh, basically coaching men to be men and oscar was asking how do you spell his name um i i so his first name is bedros b-e-d-r-o-s uh the coolian i can't remember but i will post the link in the show notes for his youtube page my hope and goal is to have him as a guest on this platform um because like i said he gave me his cell phone number to give him a text um I'm not sure where that will lead, but that would be pretty cool because he's a very you know, very well-known guy. Like I said, he's the owner and CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp. Guy makes hundreds of millions of dollars a year with all his businesses. But the information that he gives up and that he provides is rock-solid information. And so a lot of what he discusses on a show, like I said, is how to achieve self-mastery. It's a show that a lot of men listen to, but there seems to be a growing female audience applying his teachings and methods. And But it's a show that was started and geared towards men to help men become an actual man and to turn boys and soy boys, hopefully, into men. Because the system has designed the curriculum in schools and colleges and policies in corporate America to basically be so freaking woke that it demasculates the man in the traditional sense that a man is supposed to be. Like I said, hell, they're freaking pushing this crap in the military, really They're trying to push transgender agendas, gay lifestyles all the way down to the kindergarten level, and while they're you know and, and and why are they trying to do this? Why in the heck are they trying to do this? well, it's very simple when you take away the masculinity that has been given us to us by uh, as a gift by God. You take away chivalry. You take away common courtesy. You take away moral, strong ethics. Most importantly, you take away a man's inclination to fight for what's right and to go against the injustices and stand up for the people who cannot stand up for themselves. Point blank. You basically take away able-bodied men and you demasculate them. You, You break them down mentally And maybe once upon a time they were able-bodied men, or maybe they just never had the chance to because they got, well, the system got to them when they were very little, and then as they grew older, they were not able to develop into men. So therefore the system has one less person to be in opposition, one less aggressive man to be the opposition against this oppressive, tyrannical system we call the de facto corporate government this criminal enterprise and when you have nothing but soy boys and skinny jeans who stand down when you look at them wrong and you know you you <laughs> you punk them just by blinking a couple times too fast well i guess you don't really have to worry about the opposition anymore because if i was a tyrannical government i'd be like yes i got all the soy boys that i want nobody's going to stand up for me, against me The women are more manly than the soy boys. That's what they want. And yes, I agree with Oscar in the chat. He says, time to reverse engineer the programming that has laid, that has, and and he says right here, this, that has laid heavy on my heart lately. Amen, brother. And so Bedros talks a, a lot about this on his show on his shows, I should say on his show, on his show, on his different episodes, I should say, there we go, among health and fitness and business. Now, why am I bringing all this up? Like I said, in order to have a strong America, you have to have a strong nuclear family that is the cornerstone to a strong country. You have a strong nuclear family, you have a strong man and a strong leader in the household. But in addition to that, you also have to center God in the middle of that household. You have to center God in the middle of that marriage, in the center of your heart. It's very important that that you do that. And again, like I said, that's why they're also trying to take God out of the public square. That's why they're trying to do their best to take away Bibles out of the public schools. They don't want you reading that. That's why they try to push, again, all this agenda, this transgender, crappy, stupid, feminine agenda. You want to be a furry? That's okay, Johnny. Go ahead. Be a furry. You want to be a cat? Here. Let me lay down some kitty litter for you too in the in the in the uh, middle of the hallway so you can do your business in front of God and everybody. That's okay. We accept you for who you are. Good job, Johnny. Or should I say meow 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 meow? What kind of nonsense is
4: that? Seriously, what the hell <laughs> What the hell's come to this world? Again? You take down the family
3: by taking the man out of the equation. Then and only then are you able to take down America from within and without firing a single freaking shot. You take down the man, it's easier to take down a country because that means you won't have able-bodied men to stand against up against the opposition. It's plain and simple. Why do you think they're trying to get men who don't go with the transgender and gay agenda addicted to video games and marijuana, drinking, pornography, gambling, You name it, right? It degradates the mind. It's distractive bread and circus. It weakens the body and it weakens the will to be motivated to stand up and do what's right. It basically allows the devil to infiltrate your mind and to wreak destruction in your life. It's not that hard to figure out. These are the vices and mechanisms they employ to manipulate men who resist the transgender and gay agenda. They aim to render us useless, lazy, and unmanly, hoping to diminish our attractiveness to women. Their agenda seeks to destroy the very essence of masculinity. Again, falsely labeling it as toxic, but masculinity is not toxic. Again, it's a divine gift that's necessary for the application of our country's restoration. Basically, toxic masculinity, which is prevalent in society, stems from, again, a debased liberal mindset that advocates for an unrestrained individualism and conformity. Well, what the hell does that mean, Jason? Well, it promotes the notion of making every single person the same, which is contrary to what, the, what America needs. Basically, that's communism in a nutshell, or at least at the very least, at the very minimum, I should say, socialism on steroids. And if that's your cup of tea, well, then I urge you to go move to a communist nation and let me know how that works out for you. Now, I want to play a couple audio pieces from the Bedros Koulian show. He's also known as BK, the BK show. Um, So the first clip I want to play, let me just get to it here. Bear with me. So Bedros had this Orthodox priest on. Okay. Not a traditional, but it was an Orthodox priest on, uh, from Michigan. And he met him somewhere. I think it was down in Mexico. And anyway, they got linked up. They started talking. Turns out, I I think this priest works, uh, works out at a fit body boot camp, and he does, um, Oh, what do you call it? I don't know, like fitness body shows or something like that, like fitness shows. Right. And so anyway, so he was interviewing this Orthodox priest. He flew out specifically to do this interview and then flew back on the same day. Um, I like what he has to say here. It's about a three minute clip. But again, uh, listen to this very, very interesting what he says here. This is gold.
5: And as I know, as I teach people, you know, and I'll say this, you know, I'll say it directly looking into the camera. A lot of young guys think that happiness and success are to be found between a woman's legs at the bottom of a bottle or at the end of a joint or in a video game. And they are not. That is not where you find satisfaction in life. You find satisfaction in meaningful responsibility in adding value to your life and to the lives of other people. And that's ultimately what you need to be doing. And if you're numbing yourself out and if you're self-medicating yourself and if you're avoiding ultimately responsibility for yourself and for others, you're ultimately going to undermine your own masculinity. You will not be satisfied with your life. There will be an itch that you know that mm. needs to be scratched. You will not know how to deal with it, and you'll ult- you will ultimately be dissatisfied. Yeah, and you'll come to a point where where eventually, what are you, what are you going to do? You know, we either end de- in despair or depression or spiral some other way, right. or God forbid you end up one of those poor men who have just thrown in the towel and given up and yeah. lead the lives of quiet desperation Yeah, and that, and that we've seen. I think
6: this is a great place to dovetail because you nailed it. The, it's almost like I've seen men become complicit now in removing masculinity from within almost like they've they've, they've given up, they've thrown in the towel, and they say, I'd rather, and I I recently heard about this black pill terminology, Mm -hmm. right, where I'd rather just stay home, play video games, live off food stamps or whatever, make a minimum amount of money delivering food, Ubering things around. I don't need another woman. I've got OnlyFans and pornography that will give me some predictable sexual satisfaction that will get me off. But the reality is, as men do more of that, they become complicit in, in the eroding masculinity. Indeed they do. Why is this happening? Because if they it, know that it's wrong, if they, well, they, they know that they have a greater desire to serve
5: and have purpose, why is it happening? I think it happens because uh, ultimately they become hopeless. That the cost of finding a meaningful life, uh, the cost of finding uh, a good woman to have a, you know, a relationship with or to marry, uh, the cost of finding, uh, meaningful work has simply become too high. Mm. And I think there's a real loss of hope and, and, and a despair there. That's, that's, it, it's really heartbreaking to see and then men settle down because it's easy and okay. I can't, you know, I, uh, uh, who was, I'm, this is grossly out of context. I remember what something old John Kennedy said one time, if you can't have the whole loaf, you settle for half a loaf. And I think a lot of men have settled. Mm. And it's most unfortunate because again, we are capable of so much more than what we think. And you know either the challenge is too high or they just don't believe that it's, it's possible anymore.
3: That's right. They don't believe it's possible anymore because they, they, when I say they, the system at large has worked so tirelessly to create a sense of hopelessness and despair in the lives of many men and they unfortunately what ends up happening in some unfortunate cases is in suicide right they take their own lives because they feel like there is no hope on the other side they feel like that no matter what they do life is against them well guess what ladies and gentlemen life is not against you you are against life you need to stand up to life and say no i can do what i Need to do because first off, I have the will within me. Number one, number two, because God has got my back, and this is the life I was meant to live. You need to declare it, you need to own it. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but the bottom line is you can't settle for half a loaf. Why are you settling for half a loaf? No get the whole damn loaf. Here's another audio clip, that, again, illustrating how the opposition wants us so dependent and docile. This is why the attack on men has 10 x over the last five to six years. Give this a listen to.
6: Listen, man, every man wants his kingdom. And I started thinking about this, like if a man wants a kingdom, and you know this to be true, I know the opposition does not want us to have a kingdom. They don't want us to be free thinkers. They don't want us to be independent. They don't want us to be financially sovereign, physically fit. What the opposition wants is for you to be dumb and dependent and docile. They want you to just... average, but you and I know that the average man inspires no one, and we will not be average. We will not live like crop dusters. We are made to be fighter jets, and so I want to talk to you about what a man's kingdom looks like, right? You want money. You want power. You want legacy. You want impact. You also want a woman. You want a Awesome woman who believes in your dreams and who you believe in, who you're not there to just just to save, you're not trying to be a captain save a hoe for crying out loud, and you don't want her to be a captain save a hoe as well, right? in other words, she shouldn't be there to try and save you. she shouldn't be there to complete you. You should be a complete man and you should find a complete woman and I'm gonna go through this for you, right? That's right.
3: See, I love how he puts that. most men. Fly around like they're crop dusters when in reality, internally, we were meant to be freaking fighter jets. But see, they want you diminished on the inside. They want you to think all you're destined to do is just be a crop duster. Fly down, dust some crops, fly back up. Circle around, fly down, dust some crops, fly back up. Rather than being that fighter jet that's armed to the teeth to freaking destroy a submarine under the surface of the water, or take down some bad guys, uh, you know, halfway across the world. They, they don't want that. They don't want the fighter in you. They want you to be just a a little put putt little crop duster plane. I love how he puts that. Love how he puts that. Now, in this next audio piece I want to play by Bedros, he goes over this book. Now, I love this part. Now, this is a good audio piece. So he goes over this book that he gives out. He wrote. It's not a big, thick book, but um, he goes over some of it, and he gives this book out to some of the young boys uh, who are with their fathers in this program. that's called the Squire Program. It's called the Squire Program. It Basically, it's a program that promotes a rite of passage uh, type of experience between father and son right um it's a learning experience for both but mainly for the young men who are entering into manhood right adulthood and i thought this was well worth the listen and wanted to share this give this a
6: a, a listen to of passage and so i want to read through the battle book that we have for the squire program here because this is something that i read to the boys and we give them all a copy like this. What I wrote here in this book is called How to Be a Man. A man is prepared, a man provides, a man protects. He's prepared for both the expected and the unexpected. It's for this reason that he always carries cash as well as everyday necessities. He has his affairs in order and is always ready to step in the gap in defense of others. A man provides for his family. He provides shelter, food, freedom, peace of mind, security, love, compassion, guidance, and understanding. A man protects his mind. He protects his values and way of life. He protects his family, his community, and their rights and freedoms. A man is kind and he's dangerous. A man leads and problem solves. A man admits his mistakes, and makes things right. A man shows respect to others and demands respect through his actions and character. A man judges another man by his words and deeds and nothing else. A man establishes his reputation and protects through his actions. A man knows how to make others think and laugh. A man knows how to knock another man down on his ass. He may never have to demonstrate it, but he knows how to do it. A man doesn't give into his peer pressures. He doesn't seek validation or approval from others. A man knows right from wrong and will do the right thing in public and in private. A man will step up to speak. He'll get up to let a woman or an elderly person take his seat. A man will open doors and stop traffic without thinking twice about it because that is what a man is supposed to do. A man knows his way around tools. He knows how to jumpstart a car. He knows how to drive a manual car and he knows how to hop a fence. A man is emotionally disciplined. He does not react, rather he responds to a situation. A man listens and doesn't just wait to talk. A man is open-minded, but he won't be strong-armed into agreeing with anything that violates his core values. A man wants peace, a man promotes peace, and encourages others to seek out peace. But God help you if you're on the receiving end of his justifiable violence. A man is simple, a man is complex a man has the duty and obligation to raise a son who is capable and confident man so that he may be an asset to society and not just a liability. When I sat down to write this, how to be a man, I thought long and hard about it for days. And if you just use that as your filter, do you feel that you can check off every box? Now, I can tell you that I'm constantly a work in progress myself, and I make sure that my son continues to do the work himself. My son and I have gone through the Squire program twice because it is an amazing rite of passage experience, and I'm not here to promote the Squire program. What I am here to promote is that as a father and a son, that you take that list that I just read to you and use that perhaps as a blueprint to guide your son as he grows into adulthood. He will become more emotionally stable, more confident, more capable. He will have core values and character because it is in the absence of confidence and capability, it is in the absence of character and core values that a man becomes anxious, depressed, and addicted. That's the reality, my friends.
3: That is the reality. And that was well put. That was well put. I I absolutely thought that was absolutely amazing. When he read that, I was just blown away. I was like, wow, where do I get one of these books?
4: That was absolutely amazing. It's all a matter of how the men are raised. See.
3: It's because of the system and Hollywood and the music industry, mainstream music and sports and you name it. I don't know. Insert bread and circus vice here that creates a debased mind. It creates people who just lose the will to want to succeed and achieve self-mastery and to be fit men and women. Look, I'm not going to sit here and say I am the poster child to health, but let me tell you something. Uh, A month and a half ago where I struggled to do 15 push-ups, now I could at least bang out 50 at a time, and now I try to do at least 100 a day uh sometimes 125 now that might not be a lot for you but you know for someone like me who spends 12 12 and a half hours a day behind the wheel of a of a gas hauler you know from 2:30 in the morning to 2:30 in the afternoon and then you know i got to come home do the family thing and do this podcast and make sure i you know i divide my time up equally and there's an equal equal spread if you will so i'm not you know neglecting important parts of my life namely my family I try to get in my exercise and my workout wherever I can. I try to keep myself fit. I like to jog and walk. I I, I really love doing push-ups. Uh, for some reason, I've been really enjoying that. I try to do everything I can while I'm waiting to unload. And while I'm waiting to load my truck, I don't just stand there like a goober watching my truck, like, uh, when's my truck gonna get done loading? No, I bang out push-ups, I stretch, I, I do all sorts of stretches, especially stretches. Stretches are very important to me because I like to maintain flexibility. And I get so many guys that are in the, in the, in the loading racks on each side of me and they're seeing me do this. They're like, dude, how do you have all this energy? I'm like, bro, I just do. I fast 20 hours a day. My eating window is in a four-hour period in the evening. That's it. And I have all the energy in the world. I'm trimming down to my waistline. I can't wait to do my, my before and after photo. I did a before photo early in January. I'm, I'm going to wait till maybe about April to do an after. But I am looking forward to it. I've been feeling great. I've been drinking my bulletproof coffee with you know coconut oil and, and uh, salted uh, grass-fed butter. Mm, I tell you what, that's good coffee right there, and that sustains me all day until I get home to eat my meal, and I drink water all day, but anyways, but back to what Bedros was saying, and by the way, I put it in the chat here, uh, his YouTube channel, it's youtube.com slash at Bedros, B-E-D-R-O-S-K-E-U-I-L-I-A-N, Bedros Koulian, go look him up, go subscribe to him,
4: now, just fair warning.
3: I love his messages. He's got good messages. He likes to drop some meth bombs in his messages, but you know what? That's his style. That's his flavor. And I respect it, what he's achieved. And when you hear his story and what he's achieved, it's kind of one of those things that you just kind of overlook. Because it's the content of the message that he tries to get out there to help boys become men. And that is what this country needs is we need more men, because that is how we get our country back on track. That is how we restore our Republic. That's how we get this de facto government criminal, you know, enterprise out of the freaking DC area and just toss them in jail where they belong. There's so much I want to say right there, but I had to really refrain because I don't want to lose my crap. This is how we need to fortify America is through men. In the nuclear family, keeping families intact. This is why they try to make couples struggle. That's why inflation is sky high, but yet wages don't match the inflation. Then, therefore, both parents have to work. Then little Johnny and Susie Q is being raised by the system in the public school systems, aka the indoctrination camps, because mom and dad are too busy trying to chase the American dream, working 80, 90 hours a week each. Therefore, they have no idea who's supervising their kids. They have no idea if their kids' homework's getting done. That's how they want that. That's how the government wants it not in the Jones household, Mm -mm. I'd rather struggle financially and know that my wife is at home, homeschooling my daughter, raising her up to be the traditional woman that she should be, being a lady, being homeschooled, learning about Jesus. I'd rather not go out to eat and live lean during time periods like I'm going through right now, where I've lost a lot of my overtime and just basically... You know, instead of 10, 11 days a week, I'm reduced now to eight days a week. And it's not just me, it's other people. I'd rather deal with that than have both of us work and have more money in the bank. I'd rather deal with that. I'd rather make sacrifices lifestyle wise before my daughter ever gets put in the hands of a government system or childcare or anything like that. Absolutely not. Nope. Not for the Joneses, baby. So, anyways.
4: I hope this message
3: brought you value. And I hope I could lead you to another cool voice out there, Bedros. Go check him out on YouTube, Bedros Koulian. I put the link in the chat room and I'll put it up in the show notes. So we're going to end this in prayer. So, Heavenly Father, we, cam- we come before you with humble hearts we seek your guidance and strength as we strive to build strong men in america and we acknowledge the strong that strong families are the bedrock of a strong nation and we recognize the pivotal role that men play in fostering family strength and unity father we pray for the men of our nation that they may be filled with courage wisdom and integrity We ask that you grant them the strength to lead their families with love and compassion, to stand firm in their faith, and to uphold the values of righteousness and justice in their homes and communities. We pray for the restoration of strong families where love, respect, and mutual support abound. May the husbands and fathers be empowered to fulfill their God-given roles as protectors, providers, and spiritual leaders within their households, nurturing their wives and children in the ways of righteousness and truth lord we also lift up our nation's law and judicial systems too we acknowledge the importance of restoring america to its original jurisdiction and adherence to common law founded upon the principles of justice equality and freedom and we just ask that you guide our leaders and our lawmakers to uphold these principles and to govern with wisdom and integrity And as we strive to restore America to its rightful place, may your divine guidance and grace be upon us. Strengthen our resolve, unite our hearts, and lead us on the path of righteousness. And may our efforts to develop strong men, strong families, and a just society be pleasing in your sight. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. So remember, remember this, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is hard line. We are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We will not allow the enemy to ever cross this line again. It is our duty to hold that line for the enemy's sake, seeks, excuse me, for the enemy seeks to lure us into apathy the enemy wants us complacent they want us in a state of fear they want us doubtful they want us riddled with anxiety and hopelessness it aims to enslave us mentally hindering our progress towards self-mastery self-governance and self-procure our relationship with our heavenly father so let us remain vigilant and resolute in our commitment to holding this line now before i close out this show i'm going to play a funny little song by it's an AI generated song by uh, uh high res. Uh, it has Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson in it. You have to listen to it if you didn't hear it yet already, but check it out. It's a funny, funny little song, but until then or the next time, God bless, ladies and gentlemen, we will catch up with you here next time. It's your boy, big Tucker.
2: It's your boy. Trump. The dog. Hey, hey. hey how, how did I get in the yeah, studio? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's saying Russia, Russia, Russia Fake news, no wonder, no one trusts ya The United Nations filled with suckers The only journalist I trust is Tucker Everyone's saying Russia, Russia, Russia Fake news, no wonder, no one trusts ya The United Nations filled with suckers The only journalist
3: I trust is Tucker They tried to stop me from interviewing Putin The whole world lost their damn mind in the proven The land of the free, just not speech, just confuse it can Pull up on Big T, you know that I'm shooting I'm just a journalist getting to the truth. CNN and Fox are dead, no one cares about the news. Legacy media doesn't appeal to the youth. These politicians don't give a damn about me or you. George Stephanopoulos and Barbara Walters interview Putin and so did other reporters. But as soon as Tucker goes to Kremlin, quick, call the lawyers. Apparently, I disrupt the whole new world order, protecting Ukraine before our own southern border. Start another foreign war so they can money launder. They want me to apologize, but I'm not sorry. The left is just mad yeah, me yeah. and Putin did
2: karate. Everyone's saying Russia, Russia, Russia Fake news, no wonder, no one trusts ya The United Nations filled with suckers The only journalist I trust is Tucker Everyone's saying Russia, Russia, Russia Fake news, no wonder, no one trusts ya The United Nations filled with suckers The only journalist I trust is Tucker Hey, hey. how did I get in this studio? Tr-
0: trucker, trucker, co- I-, I wasn't, a- why, what? I was an eight. I drove a truck. Tell trucker Carlson that I drove a truck. Putin no. Putin. My family used to live in Russia. By by I, Ireland Russia, Irish Russia. I'm Irish Russia. I know a Russian when I was younger. And he he was a bad dude. He would he would rub the head on my legs. This Russian, this Russian man in the back of an alleyway. Someone
2: tell this Vladimir Kruton that. She got nothing on and Joe everyone say Russia 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 fake news no wonder knowing Russia the United Nation filled with suckers the only journalist I trust is Tucker everyone say Russia 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 fake news no wonder knowing Russia the United Nation filled with suckers the only journalist I trust is Tucker
0: It's your boy, Joe Rogan. I mean, Joe Joe Biden. Joe, Joe Namath. Joe, <clears throat> it's Barack, Barack, Barack Obama's VV. And th- this is my new song. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Me and Hunter got matching tattoos. When we got money from Ukraine gas companies, they paid in cash too. I was the first man to land on the moon. I invented the fork and spoon The leader of a whole damn platoon I helped Michael Jackson write his tunes I was there at George Washington's birth And when Peter invented the church I taught Kelly Slater to surf I'm the greatest president on earth I was there when Abe Lincoln was shot Me and Bob Norley smoked pot Used to be a fireman and cop I was there when 50 Cent was shot Kids rubbed the hair on my legs I'm the one who got out of debt Robert Byrd was my good friend Eulogized him when he was dead Yeah, he was in the KKK Who cares, just vote them You ain't black if you don't vote for me Yeah, that's actually what I said I was arrested during civil rights Never mind, I was with the whites I used to drive an 18-wheeler I taught Mike Tyson how to fight Three-letter word, J-O-B-S No time for your BS Check my face, I always seem stressed. I need a break, is it recess? Why are stairs so hard to climb? Like Logan Paul and KSI, I'm in my prime. High res, help me write these rhymes. 2 p.m. It's my nap time You're a dog-faced lion pony soldier Come on, man, let me sniff your kid Whoops, I already did If you don't vote for me, you're so missed. I went to an all-black college Top of my class, I have knowledge I'm so Polish, I'm mean polish I used to work at the Olive Garden I can relate to the people of Maui How can I make this thing about me? My garage burnt down Almost lost my wife, my Corvette and Audi Four kids are just as bright as whites Come on, man, Uncle Joe is right I'm Honest Abe, I never lie Me and Taylor Swift were really tight i leader lead a strategy, mobilizing Chewing no, no, an international of Russia So if you want Biden 2026, vote for me this September You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier Come on man, you're a lying dog-faced pony soldier Come on man, you're a lying dog-faced pony soldier Come on man, you're a lying dog-faced pony, dog pony soldier Come on man, come on
1: To find more shows like this, you can visit hishardline.com, and to learn more about your involvement with your local general general, general assembly, you can visit national-assembly.net. His hardline podcast His hardline podcast Please exercise caution regarding any organization purporting to be an assembly and claiming similar objectives such as the American States Assembly, National Liberty Alliance, Life Force Beacon 37RUSA Tactical Civics, or any entity diverging from the officially recognized Michigan model acknowledged by seven countries and the United States military. Furthermore, it's important to clarify that we do not endorse or recognize status corrections.
2: Don't be rude. Don't be rude.